This is a Sprite. And it tastes exactly like it sounds. That first hit of cool, crisp refreshment on your tongue, followed by that familiar chorus we all know by heart. Sprite, thirst for yours. Podcast. I'm your man Graffiti. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. It's your boy Davey. What's happening? <laughs> you make yourself flinch like that. That was weird. Yeah, because you know, more fire, more energy, more energy for your head. Yeah, man. Should we just do the whole interview in a fake ass accent? Man's man's dim. Man's dim. Man's dim for the boy, the boy and the man, the boy and the man. Wasn't no cameras. Wasn't no pools. Man, get that shit out of here. What else? Is, what else is going on in the world, bro? Man, it's, it's a lot that's been going on. Um, you know, I saw this picture of, who's it, Tom Hardy? Tom Hardy and 50 Cent. Tom Hardy? Is it Tom Hardy? I, bro, if who's, he's white, I don't know. Who's the dude that he's playing? Like, he's <laughs> like he's in all those action <laughs> movies, and he's in, what, Venom? Oh. Uh, yeah, yeah, Tom Hardy. Yeah, I don't, yeah. Yeah, I don't know his he, name. Yeah, 50 Cent is tall. Either that or Tom Hardy, or Tom Hardy is short. This is how, we this is how we're starting it off because that's what was on my mind. 50 Cent is tall. That's what was on my mind today. It's like, yo, 50 Cent is a big dude. But before, oh, pause, yo, chill. Pause, yeah. Before we get into all that shit, let's go ahead and introduce our guest, man. All right. Get very, very special guest in the building. Straight up. It's been a long time coming right here. You guys know this guy. And if you don't, you know him, even if you don't think you know him. Because he's behind a lot of shit in the music scene. But we'll let him explain it. We got my man Mike Coates in the building. Hey, make some noise. Make some noise. Man, it's great to be here in the presence of greatness, man. Finally. We ain't shit. You got it. My brother. Hey, that's all you. Hey, we just trying to get like you, bro. Just a squirrel. Man, you got him. (laughs) (laughs) You already know. (laughs) Let us know. Man, you have shit that going all day. Hey, let us know how we can be like you. We trying to get on your level, playboy. (laughs) Hey, straight up. It's, it's That's not. like a whole segment in itself. <laughs> <laughs> but for the people that don't know, who are you or what do you do? Uh, basically, I mean, just do a lot of shit that nobody really knows about all the way. You know what I'm saying? FBI. Uh, yeah, anonymous <laughs> nobodies. Uh, anonymous see, look, and Humble, too. Check that out. Nah, man. Nah, man. Uh, Mike Coates. Um, I grew up in a historical 5500 block in Marbella. Hey. Okay. Gang, gang, gang. Whole lot of. I'm a uh, I'm a full time dad, full time student. Word. Full time homeowner, oh. new homeowner. Hey, that's major. Shouts to that. Uh, right on, man. Yep. <sighs> Big team. I will be growing gray from the whole experience here soon, just <laughs> renovating and doing all that stuff. But uh, you know, I'm one eighth of uh, a classic group. I, I feel like it's uh, called the Food Chain. The phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Y'all should add the go. phenomenal. The phenomenal I'm an executive producer. Uh, right. Producer. I've done stuff with like the Three Project. Um, work with people like Midas, mm-hmm. uh, Amy's last two projects. Okay. Um, you know, there's I just kind of involved in a lot of different stuff. Right. You know what I'm saying? Here and there. I just honestly, my biggest duty is to serve. So I just right. have always just been kind of like the corner boy. I'm involved. I'm always involved in something going on. Right. Um, 
but just not out in front where people really see the recognition all the time and things like that. Sometimes the shadows is the best place to be, man. For sure. shit gets weird out here. It does, man. And uh, I enjoy being in the shadows, bro. Word. But go, go ahead. I was going to say, have we talked about the three project yet? And like the, the beginning of that and what started it? The controversy? Yeah. The, 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 everything that was. <laughs> now's the time. Let's get into it. <laughs> so the three project, you had a heavy hand in that. What was that for the people um, that may not have heard of that? Well, um, you know, we, we kind of sh- had shut Food Chain down just for a little bit. Um, and I got asked by Francois to partake in an uh, opportunity called The Three Project. And we kind of went around and talked about some different ideas. And uh, there's a gentleman by the name of Akil. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, Akil. Yeah. Akil is somebody who has taught me everything that I know in terms of the music stuff and you know, a lot of people don't realize he has been involved in some of the most uh, classic projects. I mean, from from people like Kingdom and Don Blas when hip hop was really just kicking off here. Right. So he he he. Uh, we wanted to definitely bring him in. Um, we collectively brought in a couple of different uh, people like KMG, who signed off like a, a blank uh, check on studio time, which was like unheard of. Yeah. Yeah. Um. You know, other people involved like Rude Johnson, uh, some DJs like Chones and DJ Lewiside, mm-hmm. um, and uh, basically just came up with an idea to say, okay, well, one thing the city is lacking is basically some cohesive working together. Um, you know, a lot of people don't get the experience of sitting in a room with somebody who's going to be critical to them. Right. And so we, we thought it would be a good idea to create a space for that. Um you know, we couldn't reach out to all billion rappers in Denver, so we narrowed it down to, you know, a couple dozen yeah. singers and MCs and uh, brought them into a room, private invite, and we documented this process of what it's like when you stick all these different personalities and people in a studio and just record the plan was no plan right? and see what happens. So it's a lot of chaos. <laughs> what lot. people don't realize is like, you know, people people aren't used to dealing with a project of that uh, that size. Mm-hmm. Um, that's kind of a skill set that I've always have had is just being a calm, you know, person, kind of dealing with a lot of adversity and just trying to create uh, creative spaces for people um, where you could give constructive feedback right. and. You know, just see a project from start to finish. Right. So we didn't really have an idea how it was going to go, where to start or whatever. And so what we did is we started booking sessions and we ended up recording for an entire year. And we had, you know, two dozen verses on every song. We had six hooks. Right. We'd bring in a bunch of different singers like John Shockness or Kid Astronaut, Amanda Hawkins, Natalie Tatum, Jay Carey. You know, we'd bring all these people in as kind of the audible artists to, you know, get, shoot ideas and things like that. We didn't have an idea what we were shooting for. We just wanted to, you know, push push people a little bit. And, uh, you know, you had new characters like Ray Reed, who at the time was just kind of figuring things out. He was kind of like a bashful dude. And, right. And then you've seen how through the process, you know, he grows and, like, you know, becomes one of the, mo- the most hungriest people out of the project. Yeah. 
But again, you go back and there's all these different verses and all these different hooks, and we had to deal with a lot of adversity. You know, you end up recording for an entire year. Yeah. And I had not everything can make it. Nah, man. And so I had to sit in the studio for a couple days at a at uh, at a time, Uh, three days, two different times, and piece verses together. And it was a fucking miracle that it even was a project. You know what I'm saying? So right. You know, you have you have people that are. you know, mixing and engineering that are that were no that were like fired from KMG <laughs> right. in the middle of the project and you know things like that and so you know you have people that are told to rewrite a verse mm-hmm. you know that come unprepared you know and things like that and they kind of you do your best to try to get them involved and they you know they just don't make the cut it's not the the it's not the environment for them to right. to be successful and so we saw people kind of fall off the project. Uh, we saw new people come in and things like that. And, you know, we put it out in December, of, I think, of 2013. Mm-hmm. And it did pretty well. You know what I'm saying? Like, we... Damn. It ideally, was that long ago? Yeah. Wow. Wow. So what we did is we, we threw a, you know, we threw a show at the Bluebird. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you can you can never get, like, two people on the same page. We were able to collectively pull everybody on the project together. Wow. Put, put, the, put the, the food chain band together. And I just was able to... Uh, Share some things about the artistry that I feel is important to being able to connect with people, mm-hmm. you know, being able to connect with the audience in a natural um, way that's not so gimmicky and, and uh, played up, you right. know. And, you know, we threw a show, sold the show out at, at, at the Bluebird, and then we did a couple videos. I mean, we would have liked to have shot videos for everything because there's some solid joints on there, but, you know... Dealing with personalities and people, man, is not the easiest. And, you know, when, when you're dealing with no budget, right. you know, really, and uh, things like that. So uh, a lot of the controversy behind that was the artists that didn't make the project or felt like they were overlooked. So, of course, you can't. There's six billion rappers in, around the corner right now. So all the rappers in the state, of course, can't be on one album. But what was, for the record, what was the selection process for the three project? Or was there even really one? I mean, we had conversations, you know. Uh, We tried to look at people that we thought would be, uh, that were already kind of moving in their perspective, that um, were kind of close and on the verge, but just needed some additional push to learn how to, collectively put together a team of people right you know um you know to be able to find the right engineers be able to find the right people in promotions or marketing you know build relationships with the people that are you know in charge of like you know ag live or these these uh booking agents and things like that uh djs you know how do you reach out to build a collective of people so that you're surrounding yourself around people and things and situations that are consistent with moving you toward or forward whatever your goal is right so so honestly i mean we we had conversations these are the the, the, the certain people that kind of came to the top of the uh to the uh, top of the thought process yeah and you know we just we reached out you know what i'm saying and the the positive of it all is that you see so many more people working together collectively now yeah. than you did before. It definitely popped off the whole whole bunch of rappers at the Bluebird trend. Yeah. Mm. For sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. For yeah. lack of a better way to call that. <laughs> but that's what started it. Yeah, are, we, sure. are we getting spicy now? Are we? I'm just saying. That's, that's what it is. Sounds spicy. It's spicy, but that's what it is. 
Uh, <laughs> as far as um, so that's a good thing that you bring up, and you know we haven't had a chance to really talk about executive producing, and so I'm glad that we got you here. So what goes into? So I guess what's the difference between producing a project versus being an executive producer? Mm-hmm. What goes into that? Uh, talk a little bit about that, please. Sure. I mean, well, you you're one of the greats, you know. Uh, uh, oh, oh, production wise, you, know, you know how to. Uh, oh, you got it. <laughs> I, I ain't shit. <laughs> I'm trying to be like you. <laughs> hey. hey, you already know. It's, uh, hey, I'm just you know I'm just working. You know I'm just trying to be like uh, gra- you and graffiti over here oh, man, and producer uh, Julius, shit, brother. <laughs> <laughs> man, let's stop that. Hey, this, hey, this y'all world, man. I'm just in it. Nah, King Davy, man. You know, like you know. Damn, you get a new moniker every week, yo. <laughs> now it's King Davy. Last week it was Davy Man with Ariana. So, like a producer, <laughs> a producer, you know, he uh, produces music. You know, you could play a multitude of uh, in- instruments or whatever. Um, you put an idea together and you present it to an artist. Or in your case, you know, you got this uh, hidden artist. You know, secret artist that that you are, and uh, <laughs> yeah, I hear that. <laughs> that you are. I hear that a lot. Allegedly, uh, allegedly. Nah. So I, you know, and then an executive producer. You know, I feel like is someone who comes in and you know knows how to maximize the sound, knows you know the different artists to bring in, different musicians, and is able to see an idea from start to finish. Mm. You know, from from the mixing to the like I said, the the musicians, the you know the artist that that's that's uh, working on the record, being able to provide creative feedback and things like that. So it's kind of like the orchestrator, for sure, like okay. the manager of the of the project, basically. Right. With the joint. That was a good question because I always wondered that. Like, what's the difference? Because there's a lot of executive producers that can't work a board to save their life, but they know how to put the right artist together. Khaled. Mm. Yeah, Khaled. <laughs> I, I didn't want to say. <laughs> yeah, DJ Khaled, basically. Huh. I think I might be an executive producer next week. Mm. Yeah, you know. See, I said next week. Short-term so goals, people. So how did you know that uh, executive producing was the thing for you and that was the role that you wanted to step into? Uh, you know, I, I, I try to just operate in life without really like a title or anything like that. I mean, like I said, I, I, I really just serve. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, I grew up with nothing, you know. And so my parents, even aside from that, they always they always helped so many people, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, we had a 100 people live with us from the time I was a teen all the way until, you know, I was graduated and on my way out. Like, they helped so many people. And I was a little bitter of that growing up initially because I didn't understand. Right. You know what I'm saying? And um, But now that I got older, you know, they they learned to give the way the creator designed for you to give, and that's without expecting anything in return. And so I I later realized that I was doing that. You know what I'm saying? Like that, that's what that's what's rooted in my life is just being in situations, you mm-hmm. know, and uh, giving of the advice that I've learned. You know, I'm a I'm a student first, mm-hmm. you know, and so I do I, I put myself in situations to just share my expertise and share, uh, you know, I've had something in my heart for since I was younger about just being impactful and. You know, uh, when it's all said and done, what are people going to remember you by? Right. And the art is just um, a reflection of who you are when nobody's looking. You know what I'm saying? And so when you're tapped into that, uh, your artistry automatically seeps out of the pores of that. And so that's why um, you could you could be in a room full of people you never met and 
create a, uh, an interaction with them that is life changing mm. or is set apart. And so I've, I, I'm a, I'm a, uh, I'm ex- an example of living the journey th- to find that. And so, uh, being conscious through that, I've seen that how powerful that experiences is with food chain. You know, mm. that's all food chain was. And so for, out of those experiences, I find myself being willing to share those with other people. Right. And some people, you know, it, it, it connects with, and some people don't. And I try to just pick and choose my spaces. You know what I'm saying? And I try to work with artists that are, um, you know, willing to, you know, listen to it and absorb that. And, you know, um, I, I believe that there, there's fruits that show from that. You know what I'm saying? Definitely, definitely, yeah. definitely. So we keep saying food chain, food chain. For the people that don't know, let's go ahead and talk about food chain, the history, what it is, what it was. Let's just get into it. Um, you know, we, uh, I did kind of the same, the same thing, you know, that's, that's kind of what the three project was built kind of sort of from is that, um, I collectively started to almost kind of, uh, connect with people that were far superiorly talented than I was. Um, I ran into a kid named FL when he was 14 at the barbershop Mm. and, um, you know, we were we were both young. He was much younger than me, but he he just was like a young Nas man. And um, I started to work with 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 uh, FL, and then yeah, Ornell mm-hmm. Champion, Sound Killer. He um, we had been friends for a long time, and he, at the time he was real big in, with the sports talk, and uh, he was doing a show for the Rockies on Fox Fox Sports. And had his own uh, daytime show on uh, FS uh, 104.3 The Fan. Right. And we brought him in. He's one of the most incredible lyricists, like, ever. One of the most talented people I ever met. And so then I found Prod. Me and Prod actually connected because we both, you know, I grew up in Montbello, so I'm good friends with uh, Interstate Ike. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, we grew up together. And so me and Prod would were collectively producing stuff for Ike. And I was like, man, who is this kid? Like, he sounds like a grown man. Just right. so much so. So I, I hunted him down, brought him in. And I had already been, me and Akil had already been, like, working with uh, Mohit. Mm. Mohit was young at the time, too, man, 14, 15. And was, like, connecting with people like Battle Cat and things like that. Yeah. And Mohit was just, had this incredible talent of just playing chords and stuff like that it was just soulful man so i hunted mohi down um c1 is akil's cousin so we connected in that way and we just co- i just collectively started throwing all these people in the studio like yeah. midas was there you know uh j1 was around collectively throwing everybody in in uh, uh fl's mom's uh, grandmother's basement and we just we had no intention of doing anything, man. It was just we were just get, I was just getting these guys together. Prob was producing, Mohi was producing, and it was just like happening organically. Mm. Well, I started leaking some of the music out to yeah. at that time. Uh, Q Salazar had a had a blog, mm-hmm. and uh, Chones was doing like a live podcast DJ show. So I started leaking stuff out to a couple of different people, and they're like, "Damn, who is this?" Right, and we didn't have a name, anything, and so Q was writing for the Westward as well. 
they they uh you know for whatever validity it is you know westward had uh blogged something about we don't know who this is it's a collective of a bunch of guys but whatever it is it's like refreshing everybody was pissed man that that they're like (laughs) who's doing this man so they knew it was me and so we saw that there was some potential and so we came up with the name the food chain and uh Worked with Akil and, and Jay wanted to just come up with a simple logo. Yeah. And collectively, we, we just printed out like 10,000 plus CDs. And I was real, it was real important for me to find a cost effective way to do it, but also make sure that they, you know, everything looked, the branding was, was solid. Right. So we found a, a very cheap, cost effective way to make them look solid. And we printed them out tens of thousands. And there was eight of us. So we would go everywhere. And everybody got free CDs. Yeah. So we did that for about seven months. And you couldn't get to, you know, get a ride from somebody or go to somebody's house without that CD being on somebody's desk, mm-hmm. or somebody's coffee table or somebody's car. And put that EP out. Started doing some, you know, the chilling circuit a little bit here and there. And connected with uh, uh, a great MC, Talib Kweli. Mm-hmm. Uh, pulled us to the side one night. And uh, from that point on, we built a relation, relationship with him on the next project. Uh, so that we started basically kind of seeing, man, there's some potential in this. You know, we don't know what the fuck we're doing. Right. You know what I'm saying? So put out another project uh, called Brunch. Uh, actually, no, uh, Corpses. And Corpses was just kind of like a radio show, you know, with some instrumentals and you know, we just were vibing in the, in the in the basement. You know, there was no intention of anything. It was just super raw, man. Yeah. And we just depended on each other. You know, everybody collectively had a different style, had a different, you know, duty or whatever. And we just started getting into, we just started locking the shows in. You know, we made it nearly impossible for you to get a show, you know. And so <laughs> what we did is we then try to evolve what we were doing live from just being a, doing a DJ set to then you bring in these other elements of having Prada Mohi play live, mm-hmm. uh, bring in a drummer, which was Alex, Alex the Great at that time, yep. the later Rob T, and um, put Lou's ass off of the DJ uh, spin and threw his ass on like a, a keyboard bass. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So okay. then you got four MCs and four keyboards. And it was like a, a, a brand new roots. You yeah, know what I'm yeah. saying? We were able to, you know, chop up beats. Probably could play the, you know, the drums live on the sh- on the on the keyboard. Play samples. Mohi could play the Jimi Hendrix on the on the keyboard. Right. You know, you got all these different things, and so we just we just had eight people just sweating it out in the basement. You know what I'm saying? For months, months, months. And what we were experiencing as men, as men. Uh, in in this in this uh, tiny ass room was unforgettable, man. It was powerful. I mean, I got goosebumps thinking about it. Yeah. And what was happening is that that was when we would get in front of people, it was translating the same way. Mm. And I mean, you know, we had an amazing opportunity to play in front of tens of thousands of people. You know, for for like a three run, you know, straight deal. Yeah. Um. And those, you know, you, you've performed, you know what I'm saying? Like, there's nothing like the experience of d- putting together what you're doing and then getting in front of people, and they're, you're, they're just eating up what what you're laying out, you know what I'm saying? I definitely and, agree. Uh, um, so that's what it was, man. It was just powerful. It was a powerful experience. And so 
I say that to say, you know, the last show we did, I think, was South by Southwest a few years back with Eminem and 50. Yeah. And, uh, Shea, you know, Shea, um, it was with uh, Sway, you know, a bunch of other people. And uh, it was at the Austin Arena. And then, you know, I think we all learned that if you have a gift and you don't protect it, and a lot of us, what we do from time to time is we try to um, – there's things that we are capable of doing, and then we try to put them in the hands of other people that don't truly have a vested interest, right? Or don't truly understand what the what it is, right? And it could veer you off, and so we d- collectively decided to to step back from for a little bit because it's it started moving away from what it was when we when we were uh, as effective as we possibly were, right? A couple guys moved out to L.A. You know, I uh, I went back to school. Um, I'm in school right now, and uh, FL started his studio. Um, you know, Orin and Prada are out of town. Uh, Mohi moved, and so we're all basically in a different space. Mm. Um, all of us have collectively moved ourselves forward in different places. You know, right. I've been involved in different projects, and and uh, we had been in a conversation. You know, next year is like the ten year anniversary of the first EP we put out. You know, that was, you know that was the next question. <laughs> you know, we were the original four twenties. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And so, like, can we get the band back together? So then we start talking about it, and everybody's the 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 specific theme of the conversations between us all is, damn, there's so much of this that we really fucking cannot stand, and we <laughs> want nothing to do with anymore. But there's so much of it that we fucking miss, man. Mm-hmm. And I think that in our own different s- spaces of where we're at, like, we need that medicine again. Yeah. And so we, you know, Prada and Mohit and all these guys have been flying in uh, a couple weeks at a time. And, you know, we were able to get in the studio uh, on a few different occasions. And it feels like the magic that it had before. You know what right. I'm saying? It's not, there's no intention about it. You know, there's no real idea of what it's supposed to be or whatever, but we just know that in the act of getting back together and just acting on it, mm-hmm. um, we're finding something special that we, that we all need. You know what I'm saying? Right. As a, as an actual fan, man, like I'm interested to see what, uh, modern food chain sounds like. Cause just mm. the different aspects, you know, like you being a father and in school and like pride is what, like a tech, mastermind <laughs> he's, 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 <laughs> you know he's what I mean entrepreneur. he's killing it man yeah yeah so it's just like the new aspects of life that will be presented through the music that should be dope I think that should be dope I agree man I and agree. and I know that uh, Graffiti and I we were here for a lot of uh, the, the rise and success of Food Chain and being able to see that in such a in such a public way um, would you be able to talk about some of the I guess the the low points or what were the more difficult moments and the, the the obstacles and just the the things that i think that people really didn't get a chance to see behind the scenes i mean i i think what it is i mean it, it really wasn't like this uh you know dramatic fall because we stepped away at a high point you know what right. i'm saying like I, I feel like people still regard it in a positive way mm-hmm. um you know we we're, we all were, we're still friends you know what i'm saying and i feel like I feel like sometimes you have to, uh, when you're giving of yourself so much and you're not really um, re-upping on 
all the energy that you're putting out, mm-hmm. it makes you susceptible to kind of like getting distracted and veering off the path. I mean, you have to have some sort of way of re-upping on that energy, you know what I'm saying? Right. And we had just allowed so many people because we were delegating so much of what we could do ourselves out to, to, to so many other people that it was just like, we just, we, we just lost, you know, we, we lost the, the love for it almost, you know Mm. what I'm saying? And so, I mean, that's just what the big, the, the, the big example is, is that like, um, you start thinking about, what people, you know, you start feeling like you're giving yourself up um, as an artist and you deserve this back mm. in a way. And you start almost creating out of that out of that space. And that's just like what everybody else does. You know what I'm saying? It's like you're trying you're, you're not creating from an honest uh, an honest space, you know, and that's what I was talking about. It, who you are and what you're doing when nobody's looking is what seeps out of the pores of what you of who you are and what you're doing. And some people can flick the light switch on and make a big hurrah initially, but that impact that you make or that interaction is seasonal. Yeah, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying. There's no that's real. There's no fruits. You know what I'm saying. It's it's hollow. And you know uh, the same people that kind of do those kinds of things, you know, it's the same thing with, like, fast food, man. Like, fast food is good to some people, man. But you yeah. can't eat it every day. But you'll die, bro. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. So what? So now that you guys are, you know, trying to figure out this space of what food chain could be for the future, what, is, what are some of the things that you guys have learned from the past and kind of know what to look out for this time? Just protect it, man. Protect, protect the, you know, the gifts that you have. And that's what we're doing. You know, we've because of the because of the layover mm. you know everybody has you know prod is in la he's just his he's has grown so much as a person man like it's it's incredible to see how much he's grown um fl you know as an entrepreneur and like what he's doing it's incredible you know Oren, all all of us have moved in different directions you know what i'm saying so it's like now it's not so much like trying to come up and this and this and that it's like man you know we all have a voice right you know and and now we're given an opportunity to to have kind of like you know your life goes in different seasons man sometimes sometimes your life is in a season where everything feels like is shit is just hitting the fan mm. nothing can go right right and i welcome those times because it's it's a it's a season that the creator is trying to shed yourself of just shit that we that we pile on and you have to go through these seasons to break away from some of those things in order to move you forward into the next great thing that he's trying to you know put you in and we we're coming out of that season you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying and so now we don't have the big entourage of just people we're delegating to it's just the eight right you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying okay so when you say protected you mean more <clears throat> taking a lot of those responsibilities back and and, and kind of just keeping it amongst just the the group for sure, like okay. it, like organic. where it was. Yep, keep right. it organic, no plan. It, you know, just just create. You know what I'm saying? And uh, I think all not to cut you off, but I think all creators, even just outside of music and creative minds, kind of deal with that same thing. It's like when you start to do something, and it starts to grow bigger than you. 
and like even from a designer's aspect, like now I design so much, I'm kind of tuned out of what I'm even doing. You know, as where before it's like, man, I got to make everything I do fucking great because mm-hmm. I'm trying to get on. I need everybody to see what I'm doing. Right. Boom, 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 boom. And then you get in this method like, all right, people know me. Boom, boom. This is just what I do. And you can hear that in music specifically when it's a chore, man. Yeah, you now your personality's big, and it's like okay, well, people are just gonna listen to my music because I'm me. And then the music starts to water down. Mm. And so I think realizing that and stepping back is is definitely the best thing to do, mm-hmm. uh, but not staying back. <laughs> and we talked. I mean, you know, I don't even know. You know, the music has changed so much, man. You know, the, everything is. Kind of like a, a, a one tone, yeah. you know. Everybody is kind of talking about the same stuff, um, you know. Uh, these young guys are, uh, you know, telling on themselves. You know what I'm saying? It's like literally big, big facts. You know, it's, it blows my mind, man. You yeah. know, and I and I, I you know, I, we, we don't watch a lot of TV and stuff like that at home, and I and I kind of uh, am disconnected a little bit. But like the stuff that I see, I do keep an eye on everything. Uh, to a certain point, but it's just crazy how like it's a trip. How people just be telling on themselves, man. right? <laughs> right. So and it's like the internet do, is, is amazing. Is what we do even like right? Do, do people even want to hear that? You know what I'm saying? And so like, even though it's kind of a collage of a bunch of of, of everything, um, but I but I think I think it's it, it, you know food chain will when it's time will uh, be ready to. Uh, show what we've done and it'll balance things out you know what i'm saying definitely i think you guys had a sound that was before it's time so you can always return when when you have that because you know you'll have those groups or or those artists that pop up and they sound like the time like right now i keep arguing everybody because i feel like future sounded like a time period Mm -hmm. and like now like i listened to that last album was like i would have loved this shit like three years ago and it's not eh. so i can't I can't see certain artists being relevant in the future. In the future, aside from uh, just touring and all that, but mm. music-wise, not a lot of people have that timeless sound. I think Food Chain had that before we even realized they had that. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a few other groups like that out here, uh, Black Hearts, um, um, and like the Ikes. You know what I mean? Like the cats that have been in the game way before there was even a scene here. Mm-hmm. I think there's always that space as long as it ain't like we the old heads trying to come back. You know what I mean? It's yeah. just keep it what it was mm-hmm. that's, that's and you learn stuff you know we, we we probably were one of the first people to uh put a record out and get rotation on shape 45 you know right. uh, a few times but then you, you know we were stubborn man so like you 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 got a record that's generating income that's uh on these platforms but then you you don't shoot a video you yeah. know you don't uh you know perform the song you know what I'm saying? Like we we just we didn't know how the 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 process of really working a record, and we were we were stubborn, so it was a constant fight to get to do those things. Mm. And so like now, you know, you know, we'll see what happens. Yeah, you know, it's like there, there, there's just a lot of joints that we that I feel like we that we could have pushed a little bit harder, considering the the spaces that they were in and things like that. And yeah, um, you know, when you when you're doing something from uh, an honest intention without really it being anything and then you get the business involved yep it's it's kind of gets kind of crazy right you know what i'm saying and when you got a group of people and some you know some of us are thinking that we you know we should be in a different space you know what i'm saying we should be you know garnering this and this and that 
and then we start looking at you know management or other situations and it's like man what are you doing right you know that that's th- those are things and so we had to get rid of all everything right you know what i'm saying and it just was natural attrition and so now it's just it's just the music so we'll see So what can we expect from the future? I know that we've talked about three. We've talked about food chain. But what about Mike Coates? What can we expect from you from the future? Well, what's next? uh, My plate is full right now. (laughs) You know, like I said, I'm in school full time. I decided to go go to school when I was um, when I was younger. I was I was a single dad of a young daughter and she's 18 now. Uh, Just graduated high school and she's on her way to college here in a minute. Dope. Ride academic scholarship to DU. Oh, that's and, dope. Um, Clap that up. That's good yeah, work. Hey. Yeah, man. She, she's she was crazy. It's crazy, man. Um, you know, I bought a house last September. It was my first house, and uh, you know, going through the process of like renovating and f- spending all my fucking money on this thing. <laughs> um, but it's been good. I mean, we got an ideal, you know, property, and uh, you know. Uh, I'm in the middle of a kitchen renovation now that's taking like five weeks mm. and it's like, you know, I'm trying to just get my, uh, house back in order. So that's happening. Um, and then just, you know, I have a career in business, you know, uh, but other than that, I mean, I'm just like trying to be impactful. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm right. looking for, um, I'm always looking for the next opportunity. And right now I'm just trying to find myself in a creative space to, to see what, what this food chain, uh, situation is. And, um, you know, I just uh, w- was an executive producer on a, a, a kid's project named Fo Chief. Shout out to oh, Shout out to him. Fo Chief is like super under the radar. Yeah. Really intelligent, uh, real solid kid. And, uh, you know, he's got production on there from, uh, from SO, uh, who's, who's a Mohees group. Mm. Um, Prod's on there a couple times. Uh, he's got FL on the project. And uh, some some other things, but he just put that out Friday, uh, so definitely you know look that up. Fo Chief F O space C H I E F Fo Chief. Dope, dope. So Word. with everything you just named, like I hear a lot of growth and progression as a man, like coach the man, and so we all know like the entertainment side is kind of just its own thing. Like you know, none of this shit is real. So. With that balance, you know, Mike coached the man, then Mike coached the artist. Do you ever just say, man, some, I should just say, fuck this side of life? Like, not just straight like that, but does it get tough to even focus on the art side? Because, I mean, like, if you got daughter going to college, you got renovation, like, life for real yeah. versus kind of the smoke and mirror side of life. Like, is that a struggle for you? Not, not necessarily. I mean, it, it is a struggle now because I, you know, as an artist, I haven't been in that space f- for such a long time. Yeah. You know, I produce for for some people here and there, uh, but it's like, in terms of like writing as an artist and performing, it's been like you know three, four years since you know Food Chain really has done any shows or anything. And so, creatively, um. My mind is in that space, but I'm struggling to with so much going on to try right. to um, figure out where where my voice is, mm. you know. But I've got so much time that I've been just kind of like in hibernation that I'm that I that I do have some powerful things that that have been kind of pressed on my heart for a long time. So I think that will kind of figure itself out. But right. you know, I've been I've been working, you know, to to provide for my daughter. Yeah. Um, 
you know, since she was young, man. I mean, I've been there every, you know, I fought to make sure that I was responsible for for the type of woman that I that I wanted her to be in and I wanted to protect to protect her, you mm-hmm. know. And you know, I did everything that I could and so I've I did food chain on 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 top of that and so like Right. Virtually I'm a glutton for punishment and I'm like a master of time management too, you know what I'm saying? So it's like um because I've done all those things first, um I think it you know it all figure itself out. I mean, somebody told me when I was younger like you'll never um if you're not being impactful with the people that are close to you, mm-hmm. um, don't ever fucking think that you're going to walk in front of a room full of people you never met and you're going to create this interaction with them that's like, who the fuck is this? And, like, we want we want whatever that guy has. Right. You know what I'm saying? It'll never happen. So that has always scared me. You know what I'm saying? So I, I live by the fact that if my situation is not straight at home, and around the people that are are close to me, then I will never be able to be, you know, effective with other people. You know what right. I'm saying? So that's a it's a scary thing, man. You know what I'm saying? It's real. It'll keep you in check for sure. And you know what's something that's even interesting just from hearing like your story and just previous episodes, like I'm learning like there's not this grand point where you just make it exactly bro i was sitting here thinking the exact same thing like i because even down to like it doesn't matter how much money you make or what level of success that you reach i think it's just you you have to create that point within yourself of you know this is this is the life that i want for self this for myself this is making it for me being able to take care of myself take care of my family take taking care of the things that are important to me having the time to to do and work on the things that I enjoy doing and making me feel whole. Like to me, right. that's, I think that's what making it is. And just even getting older, like that's, that's what I see for myself as making it compared to like 10 years ago or, you it's know, like, Oh, I got to get a record deal and perform in front of millions. And yeah. Right. But that's even reflective on both of you, especially you and you about like your artistry. Mm-hmm. Like you're literally one of the people I, I look up to, man. Like you have such an incredible gift, bro. And oh man, maybe, I, just, I just live in this world, man. You know, I just I don't even maybe think you really realize it, man. He doesn't you know what I'm saying? <laughs> he doesn't. And, and, but I, but the fact that you're aware of these things just shows me that you are that, that it's what's seeping out of the pores of what you do, man. And that's why you have a genuine. You're not really trying to create in the space of like let's let's do this or let's do that or right. You know, uh, right. the gimmicky shit, man. You know what I'm saying? It's like so, so that's why I have a respect for the things that you do, and as well. Uh, much appreciated. That's, that's why right, right. this life is dope is flourishing. You, you know, you, Julius as well. You know, you've been working for a long time, man. Shout to producer Julius. Yeah. Word up, word yeah. up, word up. So it's just like the, you know, that's why this, and we've had these conversations. That's mm-hmm. why these things start from an idea, and because it's genuine and it stays that way, it attracts it's the law of attraction the energy stays that way but you just have to continue to protect it you know what i'm saying because then you got like people that try to come in here and give you a product or whatever or do this and try to get you to shuck and jive or whatever and that's like right. nah man like we're not doing that you know what i'm saying literally it's- just had that conversation <laughs> <laughs> yeah man it's, it's it's i say that all the time you got to protect your energy it's, it sounds corny but it's a real thing man like <coughs> and you kind of laid out a perfect example of it throughout this whole journey and this story. And then to back to Davey's point, I was sitting here thinking the same thing. Like, 
a lot of the artists that we speak with or writers or people in the industry, they kind of highlight everything outside of the actual music. Like, well, I do this, 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 because that's what's really, you know, I don't want to say really important in life, but when the music fades and the whole persona fades and the next hot thing comes out, it's like, what do you have outside of that? So I think that's that's a good message to put out there. Yeah, man. I mean, as soon as I'm watching something and as soon as I see him pull out a wad of cash and it's and they're talking about trapping and it's like, you know, it's got the typical, like, rapper checklist. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is what I need in my video. This is what I need to talk about in my in my song. Right. I, 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 I just tune out, man. It's like, this is crazy. Right. You know? And, I mean, that tra- that's starting to translate in the music. I don't know if it's just because I'm getting older and my ear is different. But I'm starting to notice, and it could be just because hip-hop is getting older. Like, you know, yeah. it's still a young genre, so we're starting to see the artists we've seen younger mature, like the Jay-Zs and, and cats like that. But, like, when I listen to a J. Cole or a Jay-Z and I'm starting to hear more about credit and I'm starting to hear more about investments as opposed to just making it rain all the time, it's starting to register a little bit more. Like, damn, like, this is what I should be on. And I think hip-hop is powerful with that. So I say that to say this. Do you think that will kind of, it always kind of was, but you think that would be more like a focus of future food chain music? It's just like, I won't say conscious, but like more of that grown man message. I mean, you know, it'll it'll be in there. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, I, I really don't know exactly what it's going to be yet because it's, yeah. it's, it's just being now. You know, but I, I, I definitely think it's going to be, it's going to show growth and maturity and, uh, you know, and, you know, we're, di- we're in different spaces, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so it's not going to be the, like, I'm trying to come up, you know, maybe like it was before, you know right. what I'm saying? Because we're all established, uh, you know, prospectively, you know, uh, in terms of where we're at. But, you know, that stuff's going to be there. I mean, you know, you got to be careful about the, the, you know, the words that you, that you speak into existence, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like, you know the things that you put out there they they come to, they they draw near to you you know what i'm saying what you what you write down you remember and what you speak comes towards you right you know what i'm saying so it's like those things that's real uh it's a universal law man you know what i'm saying so you just have to be you know we have a little bit of time here on earth man you know what i'm saying and it's that's like true. what are you doing with your time right you know what i'm saying like how are people going to remember you you know what i'm saying are people going to just clump you into the regular shit that everybody's you know sheeping out and doing right you know what i'm saying like we're already just like the fact that you guys are here the fact that i'm here is a fucking miracle based off of like our indigenous roots of right decades and generations behind us you know what i'm saying like you shouldn't even be here right you know what i'm saying so like you are a reflection of your ancestors' prayers, man. You know what I'm saying? And so it's, you know, they 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 tried to do everything that they could to disconnect you and eliminate you from this planet. You know what I'm saying? And the fact that you are here is a very small percentage. Right. And so we have to, and we don't think about those things, man. We just, mm. we, 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 grow, we are born into like this American dream of thinking of that things are a certain way. And we just grow up and we fall in the suit, get a job, have hella kids. Hella kids. <laughs> <laughs> right. You know, uh, just zombie out into whatever situation, you know, clock in, clock out, you know, it's, and, 
and it's like are we are we really like living our truth are right. we living are, are we living an impact are we are we do we have um you know fulfillment in the things that we're doing in, in our interactions and things like that so yeah, true yeah, man, now y'all see why i be talking to mike all the time yeah this is just that knowledge man it's a mambello thing don't trip <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> right but i was going to ask the knowledge question but you dropped a lot on this so davy hey well as far as hey as far as uh social media how can people connect with you how can everyone follow you uh you know mike coates m-i-c-c-o-a-t-s I really ain't on that bitch that often. But <laughs> <laughs> occasionally, I'll post to Peter's own, uh, you know, Mike Coates on Facebook uh, and Twitter. So, work, 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 work. Let's make some noise, my man, Mike Coates. Hey, give it up, give it up. Yeah, sure. That was dope. That was dope. That was dope. Life is dope podcast. I'm Graffiti and I'm Davey. Screw. We out. This is a Sprite, and it tastes exactly like it sounds. That first hit of cool, crisp refreshment on your tongue, followed by that familiar chorus we all know by heart. Sprite, thirst for yours. This is a Sprite, and it tastes exactly like it sounds. That first hit of cool, crisp refreshment on your tongue, followed by that familiar chorus we all know by heart. Sprite, thirst for yours.